Good morning. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for Leadership in its eighth season on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Well, we're very, very happy and very pleased that we have an honored guest in our studio today, Senator Raymond J. Lesnick, who is running for governor of New Jersey. Senator, yes. welcome to the program. Well, it's great to be here. Uh, by the way, I hear the basketball team practicing down below. And there's only one question that's out of line. <laughs> I don't want any questions about Seton Hall Rutgers basketball because you kill us every time. So that's the only question that's out of line. <laughs> okay, absolutely, absolutely. Well, hopefully, hopefully this year we'll 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 we'll, we'll we've been a little bit off and on this year. You you guys are good. We're getting better though, so we're starting to be competitive. Exactly. You guys are real good. <laughs> <laughs> if if you could, um, before we jump into some of the serious issues facing the state of New Jersey and why you're running for governor, can you share with our audience a little bit about your education background sure. and and mm -hmm. how you came to be Senator Raymond J. Lesnick? Well, there you go. Um, born in Elizabeth, born and raised in Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth Port. Um, and my dad had to quit school in the eighth grade uh, to go wor work on the docks to support his family. Um, I learned a lot from my dad uh, and my mom. Um, their parents came over from, from Poland. Uh, I graduated Elizabeth High School. Uh, and then I went to uh, Rutgers University. And actually dropped out twice. I spent seven of the best years of my life as an undergraduate at Rutgers <laughs> University. I dropped out twice, really didn't know what I wanted to do. I went from um, liberal arts to engineering to chemistry back to, in any event, in the meantime, I got drafted. Uh, and I served, yeah, unlike Donald Trump, I actually served. Uh, that's not fair, but... Uh, <laughs> Well, he did, any, it's true. Well, it, the, facts, the, the he, facts are the facts. He got five deferments. deferments. The, the facts are the facts, right? right? He got okay. five deferments. I had an injury, but um, they took me, and that was okay. Uh, particularly okay for two reasons. Uh, number one, I was able to take uh, advantage of the GI Bill. So with the GI Bill, I was able to go back to uh, Rutgers, uh, graduate from their honors economics program. Oh and then uh, graduated with honors from, um, from St. John's University. Uh, so, and without the GI Bill, I wouldn't have been able to afford that. My family certainly couldn't. And, um, and also, quite frankly, the Army put my head on, on straight right. and, got, and got me together. So uh, that, was, that was a very good experience for me. Um, and, then, um, and then when I got out of law school, actually my mother, uh, accused me of going to law school to uh, avoid working, getting a job. Uh, that's actually true, <laughs> and she was right. <laughs> so when I got out of law school, I graduated fourth in my class. I could have had a lot of, had a lot of opportunities, but I did not know. Was that Seton Hall Law by chance? No, it was oh. St. John's. No, okay. was St. John's. <laughs> so um, so I, I did get a job as a legal services lawyer uh, representing uh, poor folks. Uh, migrant farm workers, um, and um, from there, um, my mom was a uh, Democratic committee woman. She talked me into going to a Democratic club meeting. Uh, I went, a fellow by the name of Adam Levin uh, was running for Congress, very good speaker, very dynamic speaker, and got me interested. I got involved in that campaign. He never got to Congress, but I got to the legislature, and I've been there ever since. This is my 40th year. 
Wow, 40 years of service. God bless yeah. you. Also, just last week, we had Lieutenant uh, Colonel Crute on our program mm-hmm. from the U.S. Army talking yeah. about careers in the Army and how okay. we can help help with education and the GI Bill. So it, it did help, uh, it, certainly the GI Bill, but it also got got me stabilized uh, in, in my life, so it was very helpful for me. And 40 years in the legislature, so you have seen it all. I've seen it in all. In the state of New Jersey. And that's why I'm running for governor, uh, because... Uh, Although I have been a champion on, uh, on some major issues, uh, like the environment. Uh, my, my legislation on the environment uh, is the most far-reaching in the country. Um, and um, I've received uh, awards not only on, for the environment, uh, but I've received uh, a, an award for my criminal justice reform measures. Indeed, a human rights award uh, at Le Memorial de Caen. It's a uh, human rights D-Day museum in Normandy, France. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and I've also, uh, in terms of job creation uh, and animal rights is a big uh, uh, factor in, uh, in, in what I believe is important in society because if you're cruel to an animal, it's a good chance you're going to be cruel to your fellow human beings. I applaud that. So thank you. So I have but, five. I, oh, have five really? Cats. We have three dogs and two cats. Good for you. Good for you. <laughs> no more. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, um, but New Jersey is at a crossroads. Uh, we're at a, a serious situation financially. Uh, and the only way for us to deal with that is to restructure and reform government. A senator can't do that. As much as I can uh, champion uh, many issues, and by the way, I've also been very much involved in uh, mm-hmm. in recovery issues. I have uh, a school, the only public recovery high school uh, for children with substance use disorder, uh, named after me uh, in oh, wow. Union County. But um, those issues are great. I've uh, you know I'm very proud of being a champion. Oh, of course, I've championed LGBT rights. Of course, when. Um, when Senator Weinberg and I first put uh, same-sex marriage up for a vote, it got 13 of 24 Democratic votes. Hmm. Only 13 of 24 Democratic votes. We had one Republican vote. Uh, And now, of course, marriage equality is the law of the land. Uh, So uh, the bottom line here is I fought, I'm a champion, I'm, I'm fighting the Exxon settlement. I'm in court right now. Uh, Governor Christie settled a $9.2 billion uh, lawsuit for $225 million, but it's worse. No, no, no. I see the look on your face, but it's worse than that. Exxon is actually walking away with about a billion-dollar check if you look at the overall settlement. So uh, I'll be before the appellate division uh, uh, on that as well. Again, so I, I, I'm a fighter. That's oh, yes. why I'm running for governor. Yes. I don't give up. Yeah. I'm tenacious. But to solve these fiscal problems, we have to restructure and reform government to get at a lot of government waste, a lot of money going out the window, not, get, not going to where it's supposed to, a lot of deals with Democrats and Republicans together. We have a parole board that's uh, basically loaded with unqualified folks making hundreds of thousands of dollars, health care benefits when a retired judge can do it for $300 a day already getting pension health benefits. I could go on and on with the Port Authority, New Jersey Transit. Uh, I want to make New Jersey affordable, and I want to put, uh, give the public a voice and a vote in government. 
I'll give public representatives, commuters themselves, uh, uh, two positions on New Jersey Transit and the Port Authority so that they can make a motion and have it second, get it on the record, uh, and, and with other authorities as well. So that's why I'm running, because um, New Jersey, quite frankly, needs somebody who's going to fight like hell yes. um, to solve our fiscal problems. We, and need, we need real leaders. We need real politicians. Um, yes, <laughs> not, not millionaires who all of a sudden woke up some morning and said, hmm, you know what, I think I'll run for governor. And you know what I'll do? I'll spread millions of dollars around and get all this political support and get all the Democratic leaders behind me. And that's what's happened. Uh, and um, and then it just makes me more determined. Absolutely. Uh, because right now the Democratic Party has is following the golden rule. Whoever has the gold rules. Right. And that's not good for America. No. Um, you know, we have troubles with, with, with the, uh, the, the problems with, with Donald Trump. And now we have problems here in New Jersey with uh, someone buying or at least attempting to buy the election. He certainly uh, has bought support. Uh, but I'm going directly to the people. Absolutely. That's why I'm here today with you. I really appreciate you. You're the first candidate to come on. And let me say in full disclosure, mm -hmm. we have invited all candidates to come on the program as because you know we're FCC regulated and of course you know I've been on uh, uh, WSOU before FM before on the polka show oh the po oh. oh yes well you know the polka show is very special to WSOU okay because the gentleman we're in this studio dedicated after P Professor Kosselinowski, yes, who was Stan. a lot, Stan was, yes. he was my professor as well oh, wow. when I was here back in school in 80, 81, my business policy teacher. The, so. yeah, the polka show has been long standing and a huge sport. And, so, and I've been on the show. As a matter of fact, I am Grammy nominated. Oh, wow. Yes, for oh, nice. I played accordion. Oh, you uh, actually played the accordion. Oh, yeah. Oh. I'm, I'm Grammy nominated. I've been, I, I was on, uh, I think they, they call him Cousin Stan, was it? Uh, it, it I believe it so. may have been. But in, in any event, been yeah. on the show uh, uh, for the polka many times. So this is my comeback tour as a politician. Oh, we appreciate that. <laughs> and speaking of South Jersey, I'm from Atlantic City originally. Okay. Born and raised. My sister is still there. My mom is still there. God bless her. She's 92. Mm. And with the state taking over, Yes. Uh, Atlantic City. It appears that um, there's not a particular sh strategy or, or plan, but yeah. it, it also speaks to um, you getting your message down to the folks in South Jersey. So sure. what are you doing there to, to get to your, your well, the most important constituents thing, down sure, there? The most important thing I'm doing for Atlantic City, uh, for our <coughs> casinos, and for our racetracks, and talk about me being a fighter, um, uh, I, I have sponsored legislation uh, that has been challenged by the NFL and is now up before the Supreme Court, we'll be arguing it soon, to allow sports betting uh, in New Jersey, uh, which would be a big boost to, the, to the, our casinos and our racetracks. They're ailing as well. Uh, and it's a 350, according to the FBI, $350 billion illegal business every single year. Uh, and that money is going to um, organized crime, local bookies, offshore internet sites, or legally you can do it in Las Vegas. But we're not getting it. Um, so uh, I have taken on that case myself personally, my law firm, uh, f at the beginning, 
and now we're fighting it all the way up to the Supreme Court. So I'm fighting for that. That that would be huge, and huge for New Jersey as well. Absolutely. Thousands of jobs, <clears throat> hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, uh, with regard to uh, the other issues uh, facing uh, Atlantic City, and we have failed as a government in Atlantic City. Uh, we allowed uh, the casinos to get away uh, with ripping the city off. Um, because what they did is with all the enormous profits that they've made, they've invested it in casinos out of the, in Pennsylvania and New York and Delaware and drew or drawing all the people away. And that's the one thing that's hurt, the biggest thing that's hurting Atlantic City. Um, so uh, we have to get it, uh, transform Atlantic City from a casino destination to a uh, resort destination with casinos. And for families. Exactly. Well, one of the things that I've said to uh, the folks who are running for the local office there is to ask them what is their, their strategy, what is their plan of action, how can you make Atlantic City a family town? Because mm -hmm. if Disney can put Disney World in the swamps of Orlando. Right. Right. Well, what happened again is nobody developed anything beyond the boardwalk. Everybody focused on all just the casinos. That was a major, major um, uh, failure, quite frankly, of both government and the casinos themselves. And we're all paying the price for it now. Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here with Senator Raymond J. Lesniak, who is a candidate uh, for the state of uh, New Jersey for governor. And uh, I guess the primary is coming up in June mm -hmm. um, for that. Um, let's talk about jobs. Let's talk about sure. pharma, biotech. Uh, seems that over the last 10 years that uh, New Jersey has lost out to California and Boston in, mm -hmm. reg in regard to biotech. Sure. What, what are your views on how to bring some of that research back, which well, are high-paying jobs? Well, sure. Well, what we have, in, I, I, I've done two things. Uh, first of all, we need to have tax incentives for companies to mm -hmm. stay here uh, and to locate here because th all the other states do. New York does, California does. So I have sponsored these tax incentives over the last nine years now, created 70,000 permanent jobs and over 70,000 construction jobs. And that's not even counting the jobs that, um, that we've retained that we would have lost. Um, and also, I've sponsored internet gaming. Um, that has helped some casinos keep their lights on. Um, again, people are bet they're playing poker online mm -hmm. with some offshore site. That's right. That's okay. Right. So, but what we can do is make Atlantic City as an international hub, mm. and those are high high priced, high paying jobs. That's right. Those are all high tech jobs. Right. Um, and so I have legislation that now, right now, we are limited to um, New Jersey. You have to be within the confines of, of the right. state of New Jersey. Um, I would open that up to go international mm -hmm. uh, so that we, and it's, it's huge internationally oh, yes. uh, in the UK, in Eastern Europe, it, it, it's huge. So, and that would bring a lot of high tech jobs, and that's a big boon for Atlantic City, too. So, Again, I've been in the forefront, uh, and I'm, I have to say, a visionary. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes people don't listen to my vision. They don't see my vision. Uh, but if I'm governor, I'll make sure they see my right. vision. <laughs> uh, you know, recently, I guess, in Governor Christie's um, State of the State 
address, he talked about utilizing the lottery uh, receipts mm-hmm. to bail out the, the pension fund. Sure. What is your view on that? Well, it's interesting. Um, the one good part about that is that you can um, monetize that, that revenue stream and, and then invest it and, and get interest on it. So make that money grow ahead of time. So that's a good thing. The bad thing about it is that money is currently now going for higher education. Um, and if you could trust the politicians <laughs> that, that they would um, uh, continue that revenue stream for higher education, then it would be a good thing. I think that's a risky proposal. You think so? You agree I, with me? I agree with you. It's, it's <laughs> almost like uh, back during the, the uh, Christy Whitman uh, administration when right. they, they used Wall Street. But they did borrowing. That, right. that, that was right. even worse. That was worse. That, that was, was even worse. worse. But uh, in terms of higher education, our, our uh, percentage of the state budget that goes to higher education has decreased from 7% to 2%. Uh, every single time uh, I've spoke out in our Democratic caucus during budget time, what about higher education? I don't get a lot of response. Um, uh, it's now finally um, getting everyone's attention uh, because it's it's reaching uh, a, a, a place where where higher education for too many of our families is not affordable. Um, so we we have to put more money into higher education. Uh, we could have a uh, a subsidized uh, loan program so that students don't have to pay uh, more than 10% of their income when they leave right. to pay back the loans. Right. We can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, what we can't do is what one of uh, another candidate has said, taking the Bernie Sanders approach, mm-hmm. making it free for everyone. Mm-hmm. We can't we, we can't print money. <laughs> Right. So that's right. not possible, but we can mm-hmm. make it more more affordable. And by the way, I have um, also have this uh, private uh, public private partnership law. Seen Hall took advantage of it mm-hmm. with regard to the Hackensack yes. Uh, Hospital. The, the med- uh, yes, yes, our new medical uh, school. Absolutely, you know that's under my legislation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and We're many, very proud of and that. And many, and as well, you should be. Uh, and 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 by the way, the, you know, healthcare is is the is a driving force in terms of employment and the economy, mm-hmm. and will continue to be. Um, so, um, and I've done that at, for many universities, um, Stockton, uh, the Jersey City. Um, it's now the New Jersey University. Oh right, you, <laughs> you, it's a strange name. You're talking about the former, uh, former Jersey Rutgers City now. State. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh no, no, no. In, in any event, right. Stockton and Rowan mm-hmm. and and now Trenton State, which also right. has a different they name. They did change their name, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's that's been good because we've allowed um, because uh, universities they have limited budgets, of course, uh, but w- with bringing in private investment in there, they can actually get the fills facilities that are needed. Uh, to upgrade, mm-hmm. uh, whether it's dormitories, uh, parking, laboratories, and stuff like that. Exactly, that's worked very well. Exactly. You know, the f- politics is hard. It's it's a, it's a hard business, and it's getting harder. Yeah. Try 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 uh, overcoming fifty million dollars. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so so, what would your first term, if you were successful in your bid to be governor. Sure. What are the two or three things that you you feel that you got to get through the legislature to, to make mm-hmm. New Jersey better? Mm-hmm. Well, f- 
only because it's the longest answer, let me put the pension crisis uh, yep. aside. It, it, it is the most important, right. but it's longer than than, than you term. said two or three things. Right. <laughs> um, I, certainly, I would put us. Uh, you know, I, I said at the beginning, I've sponsored the most far-reaching environmental protection laws mm-hmm. uh, in the country. I've actually sued Exxon in the past and mm-hmm. won. Uh, to protect our environment. We have to get back into this Reggie Compact, mm-hmm. uh, which Christie pulled us out of, mm-hmm. uh, to prevent global warming, mm-hmm. to uh, reduce uh, carbon, uh, carbon, footprint, yeah. carbon mm-hmm. footprint, because we're ground zero right here as a coastal state yes. in terms of climate change and, and the seas, seas rising. So that's, that's, that's one I would do immediately. Mm-hmm. On the pensions, we have to make sure that uh, public employees, whether it's a public employee or a mm-hmm. private employee, they should not have to worry about their retirement. Right, right. They they right. should not have to worry. That a promise was made to them. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, we do have to reinstate. We had a millionaire's tax. Christie let it uh, go uh, expire. We have to we have to put that back into place. Mm-hmm. We would still be lower than uh, California and New York, and their economies are booming. Yeah. So it's not going to hurt our our right. economy. Right. I also have something that no other. Uh, candidate is doing, particularly as a Democrat. Uh, I am focusing on reducing waste in government. Mm-hmm. Uh, I my, applaud that. On, I my, applaud that. on my website, rayforgov.com, okay. you'll see it. Uh, it's at, and the first thing, a, a, a great example is the cost of road construction, which is three to ten times higher than any other state. Uh, another example is in education. Uh, we have for instance, supervise, uh, custodial supervisors in buildings who are supervising, guess who? Themselves. Themselves. <laughs> Themselves. We have truant officers for four-year-olds. What are they doing? Where is the four-year-old? <laughs> Just skipped out and walking down the street. And, um, but we don't have a, 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 a system where we can stop, stop that from the get-go. Right. Um, so those are things I told you about the parole board. Yes. I want to talk a little bit about um, uh, criminal justice reform. Yes. Um, and do we have a we do? Number, do we have? Oh, we have plenty of time. We oh, have, good. We have um, eight minutes left. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. So six years, no, now seven years ago, uh, my home in Elizabeth at 2.30 in the morning, uh, I woke up with two guys standing over my bed, Antoine Neal and Bernard Kinney. Uh, first words I heard uh, were from Antoine Neal, shoot him. And uh, yeah, that, <laughs> yeah, I can laugh about it now, right? Oh boy. But then, yeah. but then his partner uh, said, stay cool, we're not gonna hurt you. Mm-hmm. Then he said something that has stayed with me to this very day. He said, we're good people. We're just in a bad place right now. Mm-hmm. Now what got me is he didn't say we're not bad people. We're not bad people. We're not going to hurt you. We're not bad. Mm-hmm. No, he said we're good people. We're just in a bad place. They were strung out on crack cocaine, oh. needed another fix, took my money, didn't harm me, you know, and went and got high again. It was in all the papers and all. They got arrested real or very quickly. I testified on their behalf. I testified on their behalf to get them the treatment they needed mm-hmm. instead of going into prison where they wouldn't have got, gotten the treatment, they would have come back, they would have still had the addict on their back, and, and I didn't do it because I'm a nice guy. I did it because I didn't want them standing over my bed, my neighbors, or someone else's bed mm-hmm. in the future. 
So with criminal justice uh, reform, I, uh, I, and I've eliminated most mandatory minimum sentences for, for nonviolent drug offenses, which has reduced our prison population by 50% for drug offenses. We could do more. Mm-hmm. And we can close prisons. They're very developable. So there's a lot of things that have to be done, but it's a five-year plan. It takes time. It takes time to to break down the system, but you have to have someone who is not who is not indebted to the the leadership of either parties, and I am certainly not indebted to anyone but the people. Right. (laughs) Okay. So, so that's so you know so I would do that, and then getting back to the pensions. Once we make our commitment by. by the way, we can also close uh, some corporate tax loopholes. Mm-hmm. I have not been able to get it through the legislature. I will as governor. Um, Forty other states uh, have closed these loopholes. Um, that uh, would bring in two to three hundred million dollars a year. So, you know, there's a lot of things we can do to stabilize the pension system. Then we have to sit down with the public employees and talk about negotiating their health benefits to save costs. Right. But you can't expect to have good faith negotiations if you haven't lived up to your responsibilities. But once you do that, then you have to negotiate it because there are savings there and they're going to have to come to the table. And I believe they will Mm -hmm. once we hold up our responsibility. When you when you think of New Jersey and you think of centers of excellence, um, I noticed that over in Ireland, they're getting a lot of U.S. companies to actually set up their their uh, high-tech centers in, in Ireland. By the way, we had a federal tax benefit for that. Same thing happened in Puerto Rico. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. And and that has expired, mm-hmm. and that's why Puerto Rico is now in some financial difficulty. But that's that was a, that, that's nothing that, but, but that's an in, in, incentive. Right. Uh, and that's what I mean. We have to provide incentives. What can we do? Mm-hmm to make New Jersey a center of excellence. Sure. Why why should Silicon Valley have all the fun? Sure. Well, as I said, uh, uh, having as a hub New Jersey internationally for internet uh, gaming is Mm -hmm. one thing. Uh, Another thing is we can, we will have to promote uh, what we have the best, and that is our public education system is is the best. It is. It is. It's the best. Um, My the, wife said that to me the other day. She yeah. said, you know, Darrell, um, we, we might pay a lot of taxes, and it goes to education, but when you look at who is at the top, it's New Jersey. We're the best. But we could still be the best and save a billion dollars by getting rid of the stuff that never gets to the classroom. So we have to promote what mm-hmm. we do best. Mm-hmm. And um, Senator uh, Lesniak, we're coming down to the close of our interview. Sure. What final thoughts would you like to leave with the citizens of New Jersey as they consider your mm-hmm. candidacy for governor? Well, I, I, for, I think the most important is to be involved. Um, people are fed up with government. Um, as well, quite frankly, they should be because there have, have been a lot of neglect um, by people who are looking for the next elected position. People who are looking to, or running for office to win. I have to admit, I'm not running for office to win. I'm running to make a difference. And that's why I can win. Because um, with with the internet, with, with social media, Periscope, we're on. That's right, that's now, right. <laughs> uh, 
uh, I can reach out right. and make a difference. Mm-hmm. And if I can reach into the hearts and minds and souls of people that we can make a difference together, uh, we can overcome uh, the power structure that um, has given into millions of dollars of campaign funds. We can do it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're so pleased to have Senator Raymond J. Lesniak as our in-studio guest, the first candidate to come on Leadership with Darrell Gunter on WSOU 89.5 FM. Senator, thank you for coming on the program. Well, my pleasure, and I hope that Scene Hall gets into the NCAA tournament and does well. I think with our 20 wins, I think we will. You're in. All right, good. (laughs) Fantastic. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up for this weekend on Leadership with Darrell Gunter. Remember... Have a great weekend, and leadership begins with you. This is WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Take care.